Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host. Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast at Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, follow me at Cartoon underscore Misadventures. I'm going to get an Instagram for the show. I have to do that. Um, if you want to be on the show, oh, if you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review, especially good ones. I love them. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. Uh, a lot of times people call in to talk about their naughty lives or their secret lives. I really like to help people with their problems. I say I give unprofessional advice, but I think my advice is good. If you fall into any of those categories and you want to be on the show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I change everyone's voices. Um, so when I say this show is called Strictly Anonymous, like you really are strictly anonymous. Like I don't know who the fuck you are. You could block your number when you call. Send me an email from a fake email and I will change your voice so nobody uh, could recognize it. I mean, until it's totally unrecognizable like everybody else, but you'll sound like a normal person so um anyway if you want to be on the show do what i just said <laughs> i have on a girl today named daisy i love that name daisy uh wrote in because she's has like a bad relationship issue she wanted to talk about she's like at that age where she wants to get married and have kids but she's still dealing with like i don't know like pstd or ptsd <laughs> the fuck is it <laughs> from a past relationship she also was like has this thing where she doesn't know if she's bi, but maybe she's bi. But it turns out she's really fucking bi because she's hooked up with a lot of girls. And we talk about that. Um, but we talk a lot about her past relationship and how it was like really abusive and how that fucked her up um, and uh, all that good stuff. So I love calls like this because it's like regular stuff. But to me, I feel like I just talked to like a girlfriend of mine and 
about all her shit. You know, I love this kind of stuff because it's like real life stuff and dating stuff. And I had a lot of it in my life. I give her a lot of good advice. I give her a lot of stupid advice too. I feel like a lot of the stuff I said, I was like, oh, I, when I hear it back, I might be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but because uh, I'm just trying to figure her out, right? Because she was like in a really bad relationship yet. She's like supposedly totally normal. I don't know. But you'll hear some interesting patterns that I put together through listening to her. You'll hear some uh, all about her first relationship. You'll hear about relationships before that. You'll hear about her history with women. Um, and you'll hear a little bit about who she's dating now and what's going on with that. So anyway, I'll be right back on with Daisy. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey Daisy, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I like your name, Daisy. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks like, for having me. It's such a <laughs> slutty name. I don't know why. I just think guys, it's like kind of slutty, don't you think? Because it's so like, it's like a flower, yeah. but not, I don't know. Like, I just think guys would think it's slutty. It's a good name. <laughs> I think it is too. <laughs> yeah, right, Daisy. It's like, a, it could be a, like a good stripper name. But anyway, so and I don't even like flowers. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But I like that name for the show. It's good. So uh, it's not your real name, but you're somebody that literally you found me on Instagram. I mean, you listen to my show, but then you followed me on Instagram and you sent me like a message and you were like, oh, I want to be on or like, but I don't think that my story is that interesting. Right. Because you think it's maybe just like a not. But it is interesting. Like I like regular sort of uh situations but it's not like you don't have extra interesting things in there right like you have like a bad you're a person that has coming out of a very bad relationship right it's been about a year but it was like pretty brutal mindfuck kind of relationship right and you still have like a tape of that going on in your head but then you have this other whole thing where you might be bi and you think you are but you don't really know and you've been trying to figure that out right like that's a whole other thing that's going on right and you said in your email that like you know I mean we'll start with like the bad relationship because the first thing you said you told me was that you're like 38 37 38 right and you 37 I'll be 38 yeah you're like worried that you'll never be married and have kids you're kind of dating somebody now though right are you still yes. dating that shy guy or said you're dating? I someone? am. <laughs> okay. But you're not yes. in a relationship with him because you said you're still single. So like, are you, how long you been seeing that guy for? Uh, a couple of months. Okay. Is it a, like a relationship or are you just sleeping with him? We're, we have not slept together. Um, how come? It's hard to, t- how come? Well, we have not been able to, because of our schedules, um, because of our jobs, we haven't been able to see each other more con- as consistently as I guess we, we would like to. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've both been going out in and out of town or busy with work. So Does he live in of, your same town? Yes. Do you see each other yeah. once a week? No. Once a month? Yeah, at least. Oh, okay. So you like know every, him every for three. Weeks. So you've so if you've known him for a couple months and you've seen him once a month, you've hung out with him three times? Mm, 
maybe a couple, maybe three, four. Yeah. Okay. So that's why you have another. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like two people that have like probably some sort of subconscious fear of commitment and you're, so you're having this like retarded (laughs) situation. (laughs) Oh my God. I never thought about it like that. (laughs) I mean, come on. Like if you'd like somebody like you're three months into it and you guys talk a lot, but you don't really hang out in person like ever. And you live in the same town. That's like, yeah, yeah, that's like sounds very L.A., but like, I don't know. I mean, that's like you don't think that that seems kind of dumb. Like, I mean, I think, you know, if you're really ready for a relationship, you meet someone that you like, you could find time. I don't care. You're not fucking President Obama. Like, I mean, you know, come on. (laughs) These people that act like they have no time. It's such bullshit. The busiest people I know could make time for things. So I think no, maybe there's reasons for it. Like, I don't know. Maybe something's not really going on there. And maybe it's because, listen, you're out of you're a year out of a relationship, but you were with the last guy, the bad guy, right? You were with him for five years. And you yeah. literally wanted to call in to talk about like how you just can't stop sort of playing like the stuff that went down with him in your head. Like, you know, it still is like it, it, he wore you down. Right. And yeah. you still yeah. have those effects. Right. So, yeah, you're probably not totally available and ready to emotionally open up to somebody else with all that still hanging out. You know what I mean? Enough for you to write in and want to talk about it. That's true. I never thought about it like that. I mean, I, I know you really to, want to get married and yeah. have kids. Right. And that'll happen if that's something that you want for sure. And that could happen like, you know, you could meet the guy you know, six months for now, but you have to like, I think you just have to like put closure and put an end to that last guy. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, figure that all that whole thing out and just like, you know, move forward from it. Right. Right. I'm in therapy and we talk about it a lot because that's good. That's what you need um, to do. Therapist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He actually met us because I, when we first, when I first um, moved to be with him, we were planning on getting engaged and he had already asked my dad for my hand in marriage. Mm -hmm. And then we had like a really big fight um, where I, cause I know you'll ask me, what are you fighting about? Right. (laughs) Um, So we had a fight and he just, he was always convinced um, because we were long distance that I was doing stuff behind his back Mm -hmm. that I was like a chronic cheater. And so one time, no, not really. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Stop. I have a million things to just you're saying stuff, but you're saying other things like nobody's okay, business. Well, what do you mean? Not yeah. really. First of all, I heard another long distance. So that was another like how many times a month did you see that guy? Um, it depended. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we I mean, pretty- have you ever had a relationship with somebody where you see them like every day? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. When was yeah. that? Before this guy, right? But the, so when was yeah. that relationship? And how long was that relationship? And what happened with that, that one? one was, that one was a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And that was, oh my gosh, probably like 10 years ago. Okay. But like, did and it end it, badly, that one? Like really bad? Yes. Okay. Maybe that one scarred you too. To Maybe make, because to make broke you, up like... Right. Yeah, right before we were supposed to start premarital counseling. <laughs> so. Oh my god, but, but you're always in this pre you're always like engaged. So you were engaged to that one too and you were doing counseling. We engaged. He became very religious in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And he decided that he wanted to be celibate. 
But what um, you said you had premarital counseling. What does that mean? If you're not we engaged? were going to do it with our with our church, like, and um, you have to pretend you're married to do it for your church. I don't understand. No, they knew. I guess we were we were just trying to do the right steps to to get engaged and get married. Okay, you were um, dating for about a year and a half. You decided mm-hmm. at that you guys were going to get married, but then you were doing counseling because there was a lot of problems. No, it was more like religious counseling. Oh, you're just supposed to do it because you're taking the next step. Okay. Yes, yes. That's a little weird before you're like, had you had sex with each other? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like, right. Okay. So it wasn't like, okay. So it wasn't like you were like, because it's weird to like sort of formalize things, even in a church. Like I get like a church will want you if you are engaged or you're ready to be married, like you meet with the Mm -hmm. priest, right? Like, or whatever, you know, people do that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff, but it's like weird that you would do something formal like that when you're just in a regular relationship. Yeah. Do you remember why he wanted to, because he got religious? I honestly don't remember. Were you guys having so problems and you wanted free therapy? <laughs> no, we weren't. I, I didn't think we were. I mean, the, the, the main problem is that he became super religious. And right. out of nowhere, like one day, he his parents were very, very religious. Uh-huh. Um, they met in church. Uh, and th- that's not to say that I have, like, I, you know, I'm pretty active in my faith as well. Uh-huh. But yeah. I still, I guess, obviously drink and cuss and fuck, but. <laughs> and so did he, <laughs> right? He was. But, I mean, we were fuck buddies and then, and that's what we were doing. And then we went to a relationship. So it was out of the blue that all of a sudden he was like, I think I want to be celibate until I get married. And I was like, what? And I didn't really take it seriously because we kept having sex. And then eventually one day he was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I feel really bad. Okay, so and you're not allowed pissed. to have sex, right? Okay. Right, and I was like, you made this decision without even consulting me. You just decided. But then I also understand it. it's his body, so he can do with yeah, it what he yeah, wants. Yeah, no, you know? right, 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 exactly. <laughs> but that's what would make mm-hmm. you guys not compatible anymore, right? Right. And right. is that why you broke up? Um, I... We got we broke up. We were like in a drunk fight about something, and that I literally can't remember what. And then he like said he broke up, and I just thought he was kind of being dramatic, mm-hmm. and so I didn't really take it seriously. But then he was like, "No, I don't. I don't think this is working anymore." But what I really think happened is I think he probably his mother really didn't like me, and I think she was pushing this other girl on him because he ultimately ended up marrying the girl that he yeah I was gonna ask met after me yeah. right, mm-hmm. and that's what I, that's what I think happened in hindsight. I just don't think he was being honest. Right. But also you guys were having a big issue. I mean, he was looking to have a relationship with somebody that he wasn't sleeping with and you wanted to sleep with him. That's true too. So it's not like you were ideal anymore. I mean, that probably was like a big deal breaker for him. And if he was going to be, if he was going in the direction where he wanted to be celibate and really hardcore into his church, you were not that person, right? You, you know, right. you were like regular person with religion, right? Like you said, you're, mm-hmm. but not as hardcore as he was to the point where he wanted to really follow like the church ways and be celibate and everything, right? So, right. you know, he was right to sort of, I don't think it was just his mother. I think it was the way he was changing was making him see maybe somebody else as being more right and you being not so right and he wasn't right for you either i mean you know no no i'm I'm so happy i mean yeah you were gonna figure that yeah that's great at church right (laughs) they had a dry wedding like i mean 
counseling at church. Not- <laughs> I mean, forget yeah. it. You already started yeah. with that shit. That wasn't for you anyway. So yeah. yeah. So you got out of that. And then you yeah. get this relationship. Now, the whole five years, was it long distance the whole five years? Um, For the, about three and a half of it. And then, no, four. Yeah, because then I moved. And then you moved to be by up. him? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I also just wanted to change location. So I, I didn't mind the move. Right. It wasn't like just for him. You were ready to move anyway. And then you broke yeah. up, but you stayed where you guys, you stayed where you moved to be with him. So Two. the last year yeah. it was, you weren't long distance. Last year you were still together. You we were, were together. together. Okay. Yes. All right. Why did mm-hmm. I think the whole time it was long distance? I don't know. I think you said something. I have to, when I'm editing and listening oh. back, I'll know where you went. Okay. With that. But so, you know, so you're dating this guy long distance for a while. Eventually you move there. Is that when like the, like the, the mind, the, like the abusive yes. stuff the started when yes. you, when you moved there? No, it started before. Okay. And he, I think in hindsight, I think he was kind of preparing me for his abusive ways <laughs> right getting you ready right showing right. you who he really was i mean you know somebody like that right. it knows who they are and they could just only right. hide it for so long right um because he was really particular about certain things like he didn't want me to wear certain things he didn't want me to cuss he which the field i'm in everybody cusses mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like doesn't work um, i wonder what field everyone gets to curse in. like i don't even understand why i'm like trying to think what that like law. you know what is in it law. oh really law. oh in law yeah. oh that's so funny <laughs> yeah everybody cusses in law oh okay cool um, <laughs> so um this doesn't work that's how people communicate <laughs> like behind the scenes obviously so um, he was just, in hindsight, I, he was very controlling. I think he, he, he told me, you know, I, I feel a certain way. Like he didn't like just certain colors of nail polish. Like he just, <laughs> oh my God. He, he was very yeah, particular. Ridiculous. He was really very particular. particular. Right. And, but like when you were long distance, for, well, first of all, where, how'd you meet him? Through a friend. Okay. It was like a, a blind date friend. when he was in town or you were in town. We, he just like I was out at a bar and the friend was coming. He and so I said, like, oh, I'm gonna bring my friend. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Right. You okay. Know? And then um, you guys started talking long distance, or did he hang around for a little bit and you saw him and then he went back and you guys started dating? Um, yeah. He was around, he was working in the city for the like the summer and then he ended up moving away when we went like we went on a couple dates. Right. And then we just kept talking and it was How crazy far away when he moved away, how far away was he? Um, several states. Okay. So a plane ride so, or like a five a hour car ride. ride? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I never would drive, but he would. <laughs> right. I would only fly. <laughs> so you decided to stay talking to each other, even though you only had a couple mm-hmm. dates. Had you slept with each other before he left? I mean, no. when you first met each other? No. Okay. We fell in love like in the nineties style over the phone talking for hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when we, um, finally saw each other again, we were already in love with each other. And that's when the first time we ever had sex. Right. And how much talking, like how many, like months and months of talking or like a one month and a half. Okay. And then you saw him and you guys like did it and it was like amazing. Cause you had just, yeah. you had built us all up right through just getting right. so close with each other. Uh huh. 
Right. And actually he was, cause I used to like really have problems having orgasms and he was, he made me come like several times that weekend, which was just nuts in and of itself. Right. Because he was very into making sure women came. He said he wouldn't, he wasn't satisfied unless women were sexually satisfied. Oh yeah. Those controlling types are always that way. It's like almost annoying. Like they want you to come like 10 <laughs> times. I didn't know that was a thing. I think so. Yes. I don't know. You know, I do these studies where I, I like three guys I know do something and I decide it's a thing. But now but yeah. <laughs> there's all this certain types of I have a lot of guy friends and I've did, fucked a lot of guys. And so like all the guys that do the show, I call it, you know, uh-huh. uh, all happens. They all tend to be like a certain like narcissistic you know, controlling sort of ways. And yet when it comes into the bedroom, like they seem to be like, you know, it's all about you and like what, you know. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. There's something there. You know, I think it's like a personality type. So yeah, I know that type. But yeah, any, and that's what my gay best friend said too. He was like, "That's a part of control too." Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. What did he say? Right. That's that's yeah. right. Yeah. Why can he's I? He's like, put that's together? a controlling <laughs> thing for them, and he's like, they. He said that they get off on the control because he was also, I made him somehow multi-orgasmic, and he's like, he never had that. So he would come like seven times when we would have sex. Right. And, he, and yeah, yeah, and my, my that's what my gay best friend was saying. He was just like, no, that that was part of a control like aspect of the relationship. I just didn't realize it. Right. Right. So, but, so, but what's going to hook you in is like, you know, if you're a girl that could barely orgasm and then you find a guy that can make you multi orgasm right. in one weekend, you're right. like, besides and talk on the phone all the time like you said mm-hmm. you know like you're really mm-hmm. way into him and of course in the beginning i'm sure he didn't show any of his like true colors right but then like when did he right. start becoming abusive and what kind of abuse was it it was like was it subtle kind of stuff or was it like yeah just um so after the first weekend after we had sex and everything he was like okay you know um, when, when I introduce you to my parents, I want you to be like, you know, you're going to have to play this like perfect role because they aren't from this country. And so they would not have looked kindly on him, um, dating an American uh-huh. and met much less taking one seriously. So he wanted to kind of present me as this perfect person. Okay. And he was like, you know, I just, you have to think of yourself in, as an actress and, if you're an actress, then, you know, you want to be like, you want to look the best for your role. And he was like, so you probably need to lose some weight. And I was so upset because I was like, you literally just told me you love me for the first time this weekend when you saw me and we had sex all weekend. And now you're telling me I'm too fat to meet your family. And so he was, that was like, he was, no, 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 I'm not saying that you're just taking it the wrong way. And so that was kind of, I think that he well, he was saying his family would think you're too fat. <laughs> I mean, right, he's so fucked right. Up. Yeah. Because they're all like sticks. Like his his sisters were super athletes, you know, and so they don't have like curves. And I'm just, I'm a curvy girl, <laughs> so I I was just like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, I I could not believe that he did that. And not um, only and that, was, like, it's like, mm-hmm. and even if he was coming from the good place and that's how his family really was, like, what a terrible family he comes from. If they're going to, like, judge oh, his partner yeah. by uh, what she weighs and what her body looks like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, right. There's, yes. It's, like, weird. 
It's a weird thing that, terrible. you know, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like if somebody's like, oh, you're coming to meet my family and they're super conservative, like hide your tattoos or, you know, shit like that. Yeah. You could just, yeah, that you know sense. what I mean? Because sometimes our parents are from different generations or for the, like you said, right. like a different culture, like whatever. But the, that doesn't seem to make, that doesn't seem to be a cultural thing. Like you have to lose weight and like look a certain, you know, I mean, he, that didn't make sense. That doesn't really make sense what he was telling you to do. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. No, it didn't. And I didn't. He was just insulting you. Appreciate it. Yes. Yes, he was. And he, you know, he was always insulting my body. But then at the same time, we're having sex telling me, my God, you're so beautiful. You're so this, you're so that. And I would be like, so you can't have it both ways. Right. So to an extent, I didn't believe everything he was saying, which is why it's frustrating that when certain things, like certain um, things will pop up that he has said in the past. And I'm like, I know I don't believe it on some level. But I don't like that it's there. Right. The mo- the worst thing that someone could do in a relationship, and a lot of people do this, is like, you know, what they say and what their actions are incongruent, right? That is, yeah. they don't go together, right? And it's like, yeah. it's so bad when it's like, the opposite of like what you would think is the worst thing, which is like someone treats you really bad when you're with them, but says really nice things. It's I've been in the re- the relationship you were in where somebody treats you really nice, like their actions say they like you, right? But they tell mm-hmm. you in words they don't. You know what I mean? They're always trying to yes. defend their actions by being worse, right? Yet the, their actions mm-hmm. are saying I'm totally fucking into you. It's such a mind fuck. Right. Yeah. But on some level, like you always have to say to yourself, especially because you were there for so long, like what, why do certain people get caught up in that? Right. And certain people would be like, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because that's like uh, it it becomes those kind of relationships are like train wrecks. And you're like, why can't I walk away from this? It's so wrong and so not healthy. Right. Yet yes. you're so trapped and, you know, I'm sure you've heard me say this to other people or maybe you haven't because I, I don't remember last time I had one of these kind of calls in it. But like I know a lot about this stuff because I've always been like so a commitment phobe and had a lot of relationship issues and been in relationships that really held me and pulled me in and I couldn't get out of them. And that's always when you're sort mm-hmm. of dealing with something that's coming up from your childhood that's what I believe like some story that was told to you at some time is now being told to you again you know in the most perfect way and it becomes like mesmerizing that like mesmerizing in a way I mean by like you can't turn away and you can't walk away even though like you said you would know in your mind like oh he's like totally into my fucking body yet by him telling you those subtle things was triggering another part of you that didn't believe him for because of your low self-esteem you know what I mean 
and uh-huh. that's and that's the part of you that couldn't walk away right and can't leave yeah. and um you know and that's when you go into like my therapist would always call it like child time or like i would read stuff as like you know you you're being triggered and then you become like the child in you and that's why you can't really sort of relate to it or do or create actions as a grown-up would and like walk away or whatever because you're constantly in that mode where you're like a defenseless child and whatever that story you know what I mean so like that could Uh be happening in that situation you know there's no way that like I don't know I do think maybe like a healthy person right and because I I tend to make like sweeping statements and I you know sure you know and I could be so off you know so like yeah Yeah. maybe there is a way that like a totally healthy person can be like totally you know trapped in one of those kind of relationships and can't get out and then be totally fine for the rest of life with somebody else but I think that it turn it, it's more likely that a certain kind of person gets stuck in that because of issues, right? I mean, because it's like you, it wasn't like he was like really great for many years and then this crept up, right? It was like he, right after the first time you're with him, started with a really crazy thing that he put on you and it wasn't really nice at all, yet you stayed with yeah. him, you know what I mean? And he didn't even live mm-hmm. here. I mean, he didn't have a lot going for him. You know what I mean? Besides the whole orgasm right. thing. You know, he can make you come a lot. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> well, that was so great. But yeah, that, that is good. But that's the kind of. It. No, but but it is right. I mean, good sex, especially dysfunctional sex is always like <sighs> the best. And that dysfunctional pull you could have yeah. with somebody could totally yes. keep you there. I think it's a very, very powerful thing that could keep you with somebody that's really abusive. But I would say that it tends to be extra horny and good with the people that are abusive if you have those kind of issues, sorry to say. <laughs> like, don't you think in a certain way? I don't know. Yeah, I don't... Let me ask you this, I'm though. I'm digesting a lot right now, but yeah, I mean... I agree with you. Yeah. You'll hear this back and you'll be able to like, it's like a therapy session that you get to take, yeah. right? And you could hear back. I don't know what your therapist tells you when you talk to her or him. Is it a girl or a guy, your therapist? I have a guy. Oh, okay. You have a guy. Um, mm-hmm. But like you're like childhood, right? Like, I mean, does mm-hmm. could you sort of relate your relationship with this guy to your childhood in any way, shape or form? No. No. What's your relationship with your parents? Great. Yeah. Yeah, I talk to them every day. Right. And you, like yeah. <laughs> now let I me ask them. you this. Okay, but did uh-huh. were you bullied in school? Did no. you have any, you know, like any kind of low self-esteem things like anything happen that would give you like the low self-esteem to uh, like have someone sort of you know, no. buy into that kind of shit. No, it, it's it's weird. I was a popular girl. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I was, you know, I'm smart. I, you know, people I think would describe me as an overachiever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, I've always had tons of friends. Um, I, yeah, that's why I'm like really a defenseless child. I mean, I'd have to really go back. Yeah, I'm, well, I, you know, I think sometimes you school. do have to go back. Yeah. I think sometimes you do have to go back. Sometimes it's like stuff maybe you don't remember. Sometimes it could be a lot of different scenarios. Like I remember having this one girlfriend. I called her Cuntney. Her name was Courtney, but I call her Cut. 
Cutney. <laughs> and Cutney was always like, she had like the best relationship with her father. Her mother was really fucked up, but she had the best relationship with her father. But yet she just couldn't, yeah. she was like terrible when it came to guys. And I was like, it's so weird that you're so terrible with guys when you're so close with her, your dad. And then, but like when she really got ready to a point where, or like at a point in her life where I think she was like ready to change, she sort of like started looking at her father different and talking about things maybe that happened and, and she started seeing things differently. And then she kind of realized like what a fucking asshole her dad was, but not really to her because he the, like what I, you know and it it did yeah it, it sort of changed and then like and it was almost like I don't think she was like lying to herself I just think she was like in denial about it but when she was ready to sort of like make changes in her life where she was at that place she started to see things differently and then repaired everything and then oh, everything uh, right what I think I know what you're I, okay so no it's, I think it has to do with the, my first high school boyfriend maybe yeah that or could the be first two guys the first two guys I had sex it was very fucked up with both of them mm-hmm. and maybe that's what this is for the sure first guy, yeah. your first like, relationships want like whether if it's not so it's like it could be your parents right or yeah it could very much be those first relationships you had I've I've totally heard that oh my god well what was okay. your first relationships um it was a guy we were friends and we started dating we were really, we were super close and um Eventually, you know, we had sex and we had probably just only done it a few times. And um, I remember he cheated on me. Mm-hmm. He, because I was a cheerleader and he took a girl out on a date, like when I was cheering during a game. <laughs> I was like, where's he? He's well, he here. knew where you were and knew you could have yeah. been. <laughs> so I know, funny. I, I couldn't find him. <laughs> like, <laughs> But I, but everybody was asking me like, where is he? And I'm like, I don't know. That's weird. He never misses my games. I mean, <laughs> and um, and yeah. then you found and, out and, he was with a girl at that time. There's nothing more devastating. Him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't tell me for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm surprised I, he told you. How dumb of him. He really was. Yeah, he should have just could denied, 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 denied. That's what I, I wouldn't have even known ever. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> yeah, that's so weird that he told yeah. you. That's almost even more abusive. That's the that's the second part of the yeah. the trauma. There is like one that he cheated on you, and two that he fucking told you. I mean, you would have never even known. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have, and I was devastated. Yeah, but I think the telling the you is actually ruder. <laughs> no, I think yeah. the telling you is actually ruder than the cheating on you. Yeah. Like, why did he want you to know? I, well, you know what? I, I did find out years later that um, a couple weeks before that, some adults had told him that he wasn't good enough for me. And so I don't know if that was his way of ending it. I, I don't, I don't well, even know. He might, really no, he, he, yeah, he could have sabotaged for sure. And that's why he had to tell you because he couldn't stay in that relationship because, you know, he didn't feel good enough. But, you know, that would be all subconscious, but that would make sense, you know. And that's why he yeah. told you because normally a normal guy that just like horny 17 year old that cheats, like whatever, like shit like that happens, you know, especially when you're really young and it's like, you don't go and tell the girl like you know not if you're like wanting you know but that would make sense that he well he (laughs) he didn't feel probably that was true he maybe and he that sounds like a sabotage move 
Unless, I mean, yes. he liked the other girl and he wanted to be with her. But to tell you. Well, they ended up dating after that. Okay. Too. Well, then maybe she was, she gave better head than you. I don't know. But like. I don't know. He told you <laughs> like for a reason because you didn't, there was yeah. no reason for you to even know. So I think, like I said, that that's a, that's a second blow to you. Like on some level, you're like, this person is sitting across from you and like telling you. Like, you know, it's one thing when you catch right. someone and they have to tell you and they're like horrified. But like when someone is telling you, I think that's even worse. Do you oh, get it? Awful. So that's yeah. like a double whammy right double there. <laughs> and then there's another yeah. guy you said. What happened with the other yeah. guy? Um, he gave me HPV. Oh, and okay. then denied it. And I was like, you bastard. Like, well, of I know course he's going to. Well, at least he denied it. At least this one has half a brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, at least he wasn't like, oh, yeah, I got it from, you know, the girl I cheated on you with. <laughs> but oh, like, God. well, he, so he gave you HPV and like, how did you find out if he denied it? How do you find out that it was you, that it was him? Because I, he was the only guy I'd been with. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it could have been from the other guy. It could have been from the first guy. How long was the, when were you with the first there guy? Was about a year in between. I mean, it was. It was him. I know it was him. And he denied it. And I was like, you're lying. Like, I know you're lying and you know you're lying. Because he was very calm when I told him what happened. <laughs> and, and and I like, I didn't know that that would probably meant that he was, because we were, oh my God, you're going to be like, what is wrong with you? But we were, we went to different colleges in different states. Of course, we that's your fucking MO. I mean, now don't you, I mean, you're laughing because you're just realizing the pattern oh now. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> yes, God. I'm just realizing. I heard it one no. minute into our conversation. <laughs> I know you did. That's amazing. You're oh you God, yes. and you've never realized it. I mean, <laughs> I have no clue. This is insane. He was a long distance too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you, oh my god <laughs> yeah there's something fucking up okay come on <laughs> yeah that, that's nuts okay yeah so anyway it was him and i knew it was him and and he was just like oh are you sure and i was like uh yeah i am and you did this and i was he and might I have not known like, i don't know but i think maybe hpv is like silent for women and not silent for men i remember like i was sleeping with this guy and he would call me up and he was like no, oh he gave me genital warts sorry which is hpv a form of it and he gave it to me and i was like you gave oh them to right me. i'm thinking of because, what am i thinking yeah. of chlamydia no i was thinking of my the my guys yeah. had chlamydia and thought i gave it to him like i don't have fucking chlamydia but it's oh hpv yeah. oh so you got warts from him right after we had sex oh. and I was like you did this right. and he said no I didn't and I was like it was you <laughs> like it happened right after we visited each other so right okay you're gone and, and that was over yeah. okay so that was a little traumatizing but I don't know that that would I, I mean I well, mean I felt really bad about myself after that though right well like, did it really, go away really yeah yeah it's gone I mean I haven't they they're they're gone. Like I've gone to the doctor and they just said the HPV is, you know, is latent in your system. But I haven't had them. I don't even know the last time. Right. But Almost do you get late. checked when you get yeah. a pap smear? Because isn't that what a pap smear checks? Mm -hmm. And you're negative for they it. Do. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're fine. So, yeah. So that mm -hmm. put you down. But I, yeah, I don't know. But I still see like all this like long distance you know relationship stuff like I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't I get don't it. Know. But like maybe that's just the way. 
Like maybe you don't like maybe you prefer a little space in between. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like it, do. maybe that works for you because you're super independent and you like to do your own thing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's necessarily like has to be an issue, right? For me, it right. was because I I don't know. Like relationships feel claustrophobic to me. <laughs> you know? But, oh wow! And, but. <laughs> But I, but I think some people like a lot of space and if but if I really like someone like I want to see them all the time, you know, like, I don't Same. know. Oh, you too. Yeah. No, I do. I do feel that way. I, I really I had a thing for dating consultants for a while because I thought it was the best of both worlds. You know, they'd be gone like Monday through Thursday and then they'd come back home and then you'd have the weekend and we'd have a lot of fun. Um, and it, I think it just that was good for me. But I do like seeing somebody every day. I mean, I was very happy to live with my ex-boyfriend when we lived together right but you did three years of not but you did three years of not which is a long time and then then Mm -hmm. when you finally got there and for that three years i mean because he seems like he was a douche right from the beginning so you had three years of douchebagness right and then you moved there douchebag that yes right but you still stayed with him and you moved there which listen is very common right like it's very hard Mm -hmm. to get out of like bad like uh relations but i just think and this is i just think people that can't get out of those bad relationships have like some sort of mental block i don't know i don't know but like you say like everything's fine with your parents and stuff but like i don't know i wish i could dig a little in there somewhere somehow i don't know because it's like (laughs) you know how come you could not leave it for so long it's one thing when it's a year year and a half you know what i mean and you get up the Mm -hmm. sort of feel like and who broke up this relationship after after five years finally um, it was kind of mutual. Now you once said when he was like constantly blaming you for cheating on him or whatever. And like, when I asked oh, you, were yeah. you? And you said, well, not really. Like what, what does that mean? Can you go back well, to that? Sure. Um, I was in school and there was a guy, I guess we kind of liked each other, but we never, nothing ever happened. But so there's that which in hindsight, I was like, Oh man, he was a great person. I missed him. I don't know why, you know, sucks. Um, but, but you never fooled around, with him, was, but you felt like emotionally connected to him. Yeah. We okay. just really got along. Like we would yeah. always go out to like just the two of us and like hang out. And like, he would like sometimes like pass out on my couch, <laughs> like, but nothing ever happened. No, but you were, um, but, but in stuff like that, like you have, to, that's what the, that's the problem with long distance relationships. And that's where that insecurity on his side could come. Like, you know, he's right. not there, right? So he could give you all of the stuff of relationship, except that day to day companionship. So you exactly. went and found somebody to sort of give you that, right? So, but yeah. he wasn't giving that to you. And that's like a problem, right? Right? Because you're sort of getting that from somebody else. And that could have turned into a relationship. Like that's the problem with a lot of distance, right? That guy could, you could have wound up falling for him and then letting go of him, you know, and that's probably what he was most insecure about. Did you ever actually fool around with anybody? I did. Okay. So this is, this is kind of how the bisexual stuff plays in. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, we, of course it was a tumultuous relationship. So we would break up all the time. Mm-hmm. And one of the times that we broke up, I hooked up with my friend's girlfriend. <laughs> You're a and guy friend's a guy friend's girlfriend? Yeah, okay. My guy friend's 
girlfriend. And now, how did that um, happen? Was that the first experience you ever had with a girl, or had you fooled around with girls? Not before? at all. Okay. And oh, now, yeah. were you drunk? Yeah, we were drunk. We were out, and we were like dancing. We were dancing, and then she just like there. It was really smoky in the bar. I have no idea why, but they just had this fog machine that just like would not stop. <laughs> and so, <laughs> we're, like, and so everybody was dancing, and like she was just like grinding on me, and then I just like slid my hands up underneath her shorts and started fingering her on the dance floor. And so then she was like really excited. So we left the bar to go back to his house to hook up. Now, did he know and he was, was he there watching? No, he wasn't there. Okay. <laughs> he had gone some, I forgot where he went, but he went somewhere. Okay. So you um, go back now. Were you friendly, friendly with her? Was this the first time you met her? No, I knew her. Okay. And was she hot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, and I always thought she was just like really super friendly, but I didn't, I never thought anything of it. And she'd always tell me like, oh, you look so pretty. And I'd be like, oh, thanks, you too. Like, <laughs> I, I never thought that we were, you know. Going to hook we up. Were, I didn't think, right, because she was dating my friend. And right. I was super excited that he was dating her because I thought he, she was great. Right. So now um, you go back and do you guys do everything with each other that night? No, um, because because we abruptly left mm-hmm. <laughs> to go hook up. People, the people that we were with thought something was wrong, so they ended up coming back. But we were just like, <laughs> I know. And then, and then she was like trying to cling to me, and I was like, Oh no, we can't do this! Like, you didn't want anyone our, to know, right? Because everybody knew we both had boyfriends, right? Mm-hmm. And then they would have, and then they would have told everybody else, and it would have just been a total mess and disaster that neither one of us needed to deal with, right? Um, and so, and then when it when our other friend came back, he, he kept saying to us, you guys are acting really weird. <laughs> we were like, because we were just like fingering each other and sucking it on each other's tits a few minutes ago. Like, that's probably why. Like, but yeah. So, so you got, um, how long were you fooling around with her for before everyone came to the house? Probably like 15, 20 minutes. Right. Oh God. That's terrible. Cause you were like probably so hot and bothered. And then all of a sudden, ever, yeah, right. and we were like, we heard them like, like open the door and we're like oh my god like had to throw our clothes on and <laughs> act normal and we're just like no we're just drunk that's all like we're just drunk right okay so yeah and so that was the um, second that was like what that's like that a... was one of the times I, mm-hmm. I cheated well that's what he called cheating i was like we were on a break so i don't consider it cheating um no for time, sure it's not but hey did you tell him no okay so why would he... i told him I, to- I told him months, like years later. Okay. Why? Um, and because it w- that's when he, w- he like kind of manipulated me into confessing these things. I ultimately did want to tell him. I felt like if we were going to get married, I just wanted to tell him and get right, it but- off my chest. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just wanted, because I feel like. I kind of you just broke up because you feel like what? Oh, I feel like we should have gone to the marriage, you know, with. With, I wanted him, you know, with every, for him to know everything. Um, I didn't think he would take it poorly, but he did. Yeah, I, that's the dumbest thing. Like, I mean, didn't someone advise you that, like, don't, why would you tell him that? I don't understand that mentality, like, go and clean. You were on a break, right? It wasn't, this was a guy right. that always was, in, like, let me ask you, did his insecurity of you cheating on him when he wasn't around start after you told him, or was he always that way? He was always that way. Right. So why would you ever 
tell of somebody know. that is distrustful by nature and has a problem believing you about anything why would you tell him that you had kept a secret from him for you know what i mean on so many levels that's gonna make him go off the charts and you're just you're finally like feeding into something that he always believed it's like the dumbest thing in the future listen in the future okay (laughs) you don't need to get into a marriage clean like first of all just you know like you don't that doesn't that doesn't that's so dumb like you don't have to everyone doesn't know have to know everything about somebody you were on a break it was none of his fucking business if you wanted to tell me you were bi and fool around with guys you could have just brought that up without sort of making him feel insecure that you had kept what else did you keep from him do you know what I mean that's what a distrustful person is gonna think like you did this years ago you never told me I don't care that we're on a break like you're a fucking liar you know what I mean that's essentially how he felt yeah of course anybody would know that it's like psychology 101 okay so you should have never told him that was wrong i know i know you know and uh, i can't believe you were gonna you were gonna marry him okay because what kind of relationship what kind of relationship do your parents have does your father They're treat great, your mother well yeah Okay, he's he not like a, like he kind of lets her do what, whatever she wants. <laughs> right, right, right. Like he's just laid back and like they have like their own lives yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, maybe they, they're still going strong. <laughs> okay, no, because I'm just like wondering why you would like be thinking of marrying somebody who was like so abusive to you. And I'm, I feel like we haven't gotten into most of the abuse, right? And like just all the put downs because no. it just we just talked about the first time we told you you were fat and we're now we're talking and I know that he was like very distrustful and stuff but through the whole time he was really always like mind fucking you and putting you down oh, yeah. and making you not feel good and that 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 is for a reason yeah he liked your body but he told you you were fat because he knew that was your insecurity and he wanted to keep you from leaving him you know right. what I mean he needed to knock oh you God. down and be insecure yeah, he needed you to knock you down and be insecure so you would be on his level because he was insecure. That's what all that is about. You know, yeah, he uh-huh. loved your fucking body, but he knew uh-huh. that like if what could he do to say to mindful like, to make you feel bad about yourself because he felt bad about yourself himself and he needed you to feel weak so he could feel good about himself. Like that's just like, you know, oh, that's like a it's another shit. psychology 101. Oh my God! And I majored in psychology. <laughs> you this. did, and oh, law. God, what are you, a psychological yeah. lawyer? Like, what kind of fucking lawyer are you? <laughs> Apparently, not a very psycho. Uh, I, I can't figure out my own psychology. No, but that's normal. Moment. I'm terrible at relations, but look, I'm analyzing yours, and I think I'm doing a oh good job. God. But you, so you yeah. Are. Listen, it's always that's what therapy is about. But I mean, therapy is about way more than what we're doing here. But like yeah, you know, it totally. is always hard to see your own stuff when you're in it or to see patterns you know what I mean and that's why doing something like this is actually very helpful I remember one girl who called up I forget she was like after her thing aired she was like I wish my therapist taped she was like a girl that was dating like a really asshole guy and she and she couldn't Mm -hmm. get over him and she was dating somebody else I think and she like called up to talk about all that stuff and she couldn't get over him and then after she listened to her story she was like oh my god I'm totally over him like what a fucking like I hearing her story and hearing everything about her guy outside of herself as a third Mm -hmm. person was just so helpful to her 
and and but I think sometimes it takes that. And when you're in therapy, you're sort of in yourself, right? But this is like you right. you're going to be able to listen. She's like, why doesn't my therapist tape our conversations? Because she's like, I got so much more out of it. So you will get something out of this. You're going to be able to see things like I see them because I'm not you, mm-hmm. right? But it's right. very normal that you can't see them because you're you, you know, and and whatever. But this is what friends are for. I can't believe no friend, none of your friends told you not to fucking tell him. But like, did you ever cheat on him besides that time or that was the only time? Yeah. Okay. Another time <laughs> with okay. my friend's brother. Okay. <laughs> this was awful. <laughs> he was like 21 too. And how old were you? <laughs> like 36. Oh my God. Hilarious. <laughs> how did that no, happen? Yeah. Is that less um, legal, right? Yeah. How did that it, happen? It was legal. Um, or he was 20 probably. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He was old enough to drink. Um, we, we had broken up that day or that weekend and mm-hmm. I was just feeling so isolated yeah. and lonely and it mm-hmm. was like wind cold. And I just remember calling my friends and I was just, just because I wanted to feel like I had people. Yeah. And so I went out that night and we were like drinking and having fun and like talking and I could tell he liked me, but I was kind of being just standoffish because one, it was my friend's little brother and I have a little brother and I would have killed my friends if they fucked him in yeah. my brother's like in his thirties mm-hmm. <laughs> still maybe now I'd be okay with it, but not when he was 21. Right. Um, and so we were out and then my friend left and she was just like, Oh, you guys, you know, stay out with him and show him around. So we kept, we, we like just kept hanging out. And so eventually the, all three of us, I mean, I had another friend with, that was with us and we all went back and, he, my other friend passed it on my couch. And so then it was just me and the brother. And he was just like, I think you're so pretty. And I was like, I don't feel pretty. And so I guess in it, we just like had sex. Was, was it like, good? Oh my God. I really don't even remember. Like I, that was probably, like I kind of passed out shortly after, which was even <laughs> more depressing. Right. And then I was so freaked out. Like I, I felt more upset about, fucking my friend's brother than like doing something with him you know like to the boyfriend like I just didn't care because I, I didn't think we were going to get back together we didn't for like almost a month so right it was really more though that you it. felt terrible because it was your friend's brother and like he was young right. and like right <laughs> like did your right, friend ever was, find out god no I okay never please don't ever tell her I will never tell because her I, I know that <laughs> wait because I know no. that like you you're by now and you're trying to figure it out by dating one of your friends uh, is this the friend that you're talking about no. Okay, no, good. Because like, if you get in a relationship with this girl, eventually what I don't, please don't tell her. You don't need to go I in with ne- clean hands. No. No, I will not tell Keep her. Keep fucking private. No, God, no. And I felt so, and then I was so afraid that I, you know, whenever he would come into town after that, I would always make sure I was busy. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, really? I, I can't meet you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I but you never him. told your guy about it, right? I did ultimately tell him his oh, name. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean and his name? What do you mean his name? You told him what? I told him about fucking the brother. You did? Went, oh, you told him about that too? When? At the same time? At the same time. When you were coming clean and get, wanting to get married? You're a fucking sabotager too. Something is wrong with you. No, you were exiting <laughs> the relationship. You were not coming clean. You were making sure yeah. that you never got married. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm by I, telling him I'm you probably, fucked a 20 year old and oh, fingered a girl oh and like it's just, oh god after him well, being so distrustful yeah. and always claiming you're bi and you're saying no 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 i mean no he never claimed it that's when he started and he oh was okay like, what are you bisexual or something and i immediately said <laughs> no because what do you do when somebody because well, if he says it in that way bisexual right. right of course right. you're gonna say and no so, yeah right but that was actually the worst night of our relationship because he ended up like strangling me and spitting in my face. And what you, I, wait, 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 wait. Had he ever been physically abusive before? He had kind of like here and there, but not to that level. And stupid enough, that's when we went to therapy after that because I was like, this is not working. And this is kind of the last. It was like right after I moved and I. But wait, when he strangled you, like his little abusive stuff that started before, and that's how it always happens, right? It becomes it's, like, it's like a very right. sort of subtle, right? And then it just gets it's more hardcore. Right. So, yeah. but after he strangled, like when he strangled you, like what the fuck? Like how hard? I was, it hurt. I mean, I, I didn't have visible bruises, mm-hmm. but I did have like, I mean, I couldn't, no, maybe I did. I did because I remember I wore a turtleneck and I was just like, I mean, part of me was so shocked that that had happened to me that like i i couldn't even process it fully if that makes sense yeah I yeah was, for I, sure i, I mean because i've never and that's why i remember growing up i'd always be like i don't understand how people can get in abusive relationships right and that's one thing you should never ever say because maybe then you'll be graced and blessed <laughs> with one right, um, right. like me <laughs> and i would always be, be like what's wrong with those women like i just don't understand and i I would, I remember, because that's when I went back to therapy is I, my therapist, I remember one time we were doing co-counseling and he was late, the boyfriend. And so I was talking to the therapist and I was saying something about like, I don't want to be an abused woman. And he started asking, he's like, well, do you consider yourself one? And I was like, no, I went back. It's because I was like, no, I, I was. And I want to figure out why and how this happened wait you went back to the guy alone to the the same therapist right and because you denied it right because you guys didn't tell the therapist what had happened right right he knew yeah he He knew knew? yes okay we were very open and honest and of of course he's blaming me he's like well she you know she says she hits me and i'm like what's to do like you literally are would you hit him no would you hit him back like, you know what I mean? Like, I, or I, I, you know, I wasn't like, I wasn't um, the aggressor. Right. Necessarily. But it would be like, if somebody's either mentally pushing you and you're just like, get away from me. Or like, they're just pushing you, pushing you, pushing you. And I was saying, I was like, I'm not used. I don't retaliate. I've never been in a fight in my life. Right. And so I was, and, and so he was, I remember he told me, and obviously this is a giant red flag, but he was like, every girlfriend I've ever had is always like I've, has always been physical with me, but he always makes it sound like they're doing it to him. Right. They're just being, they're just protecting them. themselves. Right. They're just some crazy girl that they just have to get physical with him. I was like, and I was thinking, I told him, I was like, that's weird. Like you must pick really crazy girls because I've never been in a physical relationship ever. And so I didn't understand that until and you I were, that was, became that person. And t- right. Mm hmm. And I actually, and I believe because of what he does for work, I was talking about that in therapy and I said, um, it's, it's, it's horrible because I am capable of seeing that people are being manipulative, but he was so good at it because of his job that even I didn't see that. And he, and I was like, it's, he's just like, 
he could teach a class in it. And he was like, no, it's that's an accurate assessment. That's what he is. He is a master manipulator. And I was, I felt vindicated to some extent, you know, that I wasn't totally nuts, but it's, it's hard. Like, but, but, but you so have to, okay. But you also, and we, we still got to get back into oh, your little doggy. You still, we yeah. still have to get back to the choking thing, but like you can't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's manipulative, right? For these, but right. he was also a, just a fucking asshole, narcissist, douchebag, controlling, yeah. right? Psycho. Mm-hmm. And he was very upfront about that. So it's not like he was manipulating you into believing that he was somebody, you know, and I'm only saying this not because it's not a mind fuck and that it keeps you there and all that, but just that you have to look at yourself and say, why? Did I stay knowing all that stuff? Like there was a lot of stuff. There was a lot of red flags Mm -hmm. that were obvious, right? It wasn't like everything was undercurrent and everything was like, there was like so much good and all this little bad manipulative stuff. You know, there was like a lot of bad, right? And then a manipulative shit on top of, you know, but it was like mostly fucking bad. You know, like why you have to say to yourself, like why... Did you not leave with all that information? You know, I mean, he right. didn't choke you in the beginning, but he did a lot of things before that time. You right. know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. it, and, and you know, so it's just like, it's like, I just wonder, like, what is it in you that kept right. you there for so long? I mean, and, and, and that's the other thing. I have to remember that we had a ton of good times, you know, and I think that was that was it is I guess I just weighed the good. Right. More. Mm-hmm. I also think I believed that because he would say things to me now, I think back and I'm like, that's means he's crazy because he'd be like, oh, I'm obsessed with you. I've never loved anybody like you. You're, you know, and I would think, oh, my gosh, he just loves me so much. Like. I, that's great, you know, to, to have somebody that loves me as much as I love him. But now I'm realizing that maybe he meant that in a controlling, manipulative way, not in the loving way. Um, I have no idea. Like, you know, and that's what one of the reasons why, because I, I worried about my, I like trusting myself to pick somebody again. That's right. one of the reasons why I went to there because I, I need to, I want to trust myself again and my ability to, pick out assholes and, but the, and, and I think that but I think that like the difference is like I don't know mm-hmm. because I dated a like a lot of assholes and like only assholes like for a very long time you know but I I know why I did that right and that comes from a lot of low self-esteem and a deserving like what you think you deserve and like all these subconscious things but I had a very blatant not good childhood like I could look at my father and my mother and realize exactly where everything fucking came from you know what I mean with you it's like who the knows where well he was good on paper like and I guess that's the other thing he was good on paper you know he had a great job and we would have been this like insane power couple you know the people looked up to they thought we just had this perfect relationship so maybe that was it like you know we well maybe that's you know that been, that's that's like a very regular sort of thing like maybe you're just like like you know where somebody just like 
you know, they just want to get married and have kids. So they, you know, the, the guy comes along that has all that stuff on the paper and checks off all the boxes. So they're just, you know, mm-hmm. putting up with anything because they got to get down the fucking aisle. You know what I mean? Maybe like, that's what I was doing. Maybe I don't. I hope. Yeah, not, that's God, insanity. But... Please don't be one of those people. That's like the most ridiculous <laughs> thing. There's no fucking rush. Okay, you don't have to be like everybody else. There, don't, don't read that handbook that says this is what you have to do at this time. And you know what I mean. Live your life yeah. the way you have to. You're still like I think you know that desire to be married and have kids is a very normal, natural one. And like you know, because you want to have kids and you're 37, 38, you want to get on that before you know, you're older and you have problems because I was somebody that didn't get on that bandwagon to have a child till I was a lot older and it took me a long Mm -hmm. time, you know? So, but you know, you want to meet, you want to meet somebody soon, right? Because you you have Mm -hmm. to, if you want to get married, right? And have kids, (laughs) if you want to have kids with that person. And, and, and that's what you're looking for, right? At this, at this age, what else do you, are you going to be doing right? Like you seem to be like someone that was in a relationship. You were looking for that relationship to be something. You finally got to the point where you're living with him and wanted to be with him every day. Right. It went Mm -hmm. South, but like, that's what you have to be ready for. You're kind of dating somebody that's long distance now. I mean, maybe that's the way you have to start with people, you know, but I think you need Mm -hmm. to like, I don't know, try to have like a real regular relationship with somebody that like, you know, you see all the time right in the you know i don't know that's like right there that you really like i don't and i think well, yeah he lives in town this guy so oh right but what is the problem with him yeah. like he's gone though what is this just, deal? We, we well we both had like this crazy oh yeah no no, no. this is the yeah. guy that lives in your town but you never see each yeah. other <laughs> sorry I, yeah. I knew that there yeah, was a long okay. distance it's just like emotionally long distance <laughs> it's distance kind of, yeah. emotionally like you're not well, we're gonna of... see each other tomorrow he just confirms okay well are you gonna have sex I mean, you're going to eventually have to have sex. Okay. But listen, I get though why you would be a little gun shy, even if it's on a Mm -hmm. subconscious level, but you need to like, you know, I think you need to, you know, speed up your healing and shit and get on it because of what you want to do. No, it's good. Listen, you're calling in here. I always think that on some level, if somebody decides to do something like this, which is like call up a total stranger and talk about their stuff and put it out there. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that that says something about where you're at. And I think it means something good, right? Like that you really want to sort of like work things. You're in therapy. You know, you hear me always tell people like you got to be doing that. Like you're, you, you're, you know exactly exactly what you want like you said I want to be married and have kids like that's a like at least you fucking know what you you know um and you know that you're fucked up from your past relationship you put that in your email to me you know what I mean right so and I those were all like good things you know you're like ready to just and I just think like when you're at that place like all you need to do is like get rid of like or, or just like figure out what all of that was sort of see it in a way maybe learn what you needed to and move on you know and that could come Mm -hmm. in three months or six months you know but it has to come soon for you because you need to get on with your life and start something new with somebody else but you want to make sure it's with somebody that's going to treat you well and you're gonna have a good relationship like I mean you had like I mean my relationship with my parents their relationship was like horrendous and they're still together and they just the way they talk to each other I'm like I'd rather fucking kill myself than be like them you know and that's like what I was (laughs) raised with so relationships don't seem like a 
a good thing to me. They seem like torture, right? But I, that's, I mean, you don't see that though. I mean, like you had parents that had, a, like you said, they're still into each other. Like your father cheats your mom. Like, you know, that's what you need to have for yourself, right? That's what you okay. saw. That's what you want, I'm sure, right? That's what you're looking for. I don't think you have yeah. to worry about, I mean, if you had that and, you know, I think if you could figure out why this guy, what he did to manipulate, you know, you could put it in its place and then be on to the next person and be okay and meet the right person. I don't think you should put it on you that like you are a bad picker because once you start saying that, like it becomes like a reality. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, we can maybe think that this is just a one off. I don't know. I Mm -hmm. see a little bit of like little patterns, but maybe like I said, your long distance and distant kind of like dating the consultants that are never here and all that kind of (laughs) stuff. Like that might just be a part of you being like independent, like a lot of space kind of person. You know, I don't know. But, um, you know, and maybe this guy, you wind up with him because that manipulative part of him, right, that was manipulative, uh-huh. did mind fucked you in a way that just dragged you along, you know what I mean? And you couldn't look away, but you yeah. have to, like, put an end to that and stop, like, playing that out and forgive yourself uh-huh. and forgive yeah. him and move on with it, you know, and put it in your yeah. past because you and 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 know that you could have a, a a totally happy, great future. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I mean, I've been working on that. I, I don't think, think the majority of people are like that. I really don't. I mean, I know a lot of people like that, you know, and I know that they exist. I think one of them is our president. Right. Like, I mean, you know, people like this. <laughs> yeah exist right I have a lot of friends like that but like but I think there's so many great guys out there you know and I think the majority of them are good like what about the guy that you're with right now the shy guy right Mm -hmm. and you said it kind of makes you feel uncomfortable is it because he's so nice and he's just a good guy no or is he another asshole he's no he's just kind of quiet which is kind of funny because when we talk he, I mean, we talked to each other, but I said to him one day, I was like, you're, I was like, you're really quiet. And he's like, yeah, I am. And they were just like, huh. <laughs> you know? and, and I thought about it because my dad is kind of calm and quiet and laid back too. But once you get to know him, then he comes out of his shell and that's kind of how this guy is. And it's just kind of funny because I, I'm not used to that. I'm used to outgoing, like super gregarious personalities, which I kind of have. Uh-huh. So it's kind of, it's, it's just like an interesting balance, you know? No, but I uh, no, honestly, I like what you uh-huh. just said. Two things that you just said, I think were very good. One, he's kind of like your dad. Your dad's a good guy. You like your dad, right? Like you have yeah. a good relationship with your dad. The other yeah. guy wasn't like your dad at all, right? Like, no. but this guy has that similar thing, right? And mm-hmm. two, I personally think like opposites are very good long term. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's like good to, when you have friends that are like exactly like you. But I think sometimes with personality, you know, I think like a very gregarious girl does really well with a very calm sort of doesn't need to fucking talk or steal the spotlight kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Like you said, like your dad loves your mom, but like lets her do what you want. Like he's laid back and easygoing, yeah. you know, and that's like. Yeah. 
that's like a good kind. That's the kind of guy I need. Like that's a good, and I'm a very gregarious, outspoken person. You know, you Uh need you need that opposite. I think is actually very good. I think this. I think this guy sounds good for those two reasons. A, you said he kind of like your dad. Sexual thing, and he was fine with it. So he should be him. fine with it because, like, you <laughs> guys could be having like, threesomes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, I <laughs> I mean, I told him and he was fine. And I was like, okay. He took it, like, in stride. And I was, I felt like I just wanted to tell him because I've never really, I guess, addressed that part of my... How old is this guy? Um, He's 35. Okay. And now, has he ever been married or... No. Okay. And he's looking to be married? Uh, I don't know. I haven't asked him that. Right. <laughs> I, sh- I should. No, well, you um, just, you at some, might. At some point. Well, well like, know. what's his, do you know his relationship history? Like, has he ever been in a long-term relationship? I haven't asked him that either. No? But you told him you no. you like to eat snatch. <laughs> <laughs> that came out. That's just, I was like. No, there's nothing wrong with that. that. I think, so listen, I. <laughs> I oh, think well. that that's okay, but no, you should just find out. Sometimes you could find out a lot about like their like their history. You know what I mean? Like, what is yeah. his relate? Like, look at that other guy would tell you like all these girls get physical on me. Like, what you know? And like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there were signs, there were clues in the stuff he was telling you, right? So, like, just ask. You could ask this guy about hit. Like, when was the last time you dated somebody? Like, or you know, to get information and find out what mm-hmm. his like patterns are. You know what I mean? You want well, to? I uh, met him. Yeah, through somebody else. We were we were kind of like hooked up, uh-huh. a blind date. He, mm-hmm. he saw a picture of me. The woman thought that we would be great together. Yeah. So she she approached him mm-hmm. and asked if he was seeing anybody, and he said no. Okay. And so she told him about me, and then he's like, "Well, can I see her picture?" And then she showed him my picture, and he was like, "Give her my number." Right. <laughs> and so that's and so we've just been kind of getting to know each other, but like we've both had like crazy random deaths in our families, and like been busy at different times, and so I think. Tomorrow will be kind of more of an opportunity to just like sit down and really like chit chat about some more stuff rather than playing kind of catch up. But yes, I'm going to definitely start. Yeah, give this guy, this, give this one a chance because I yeah. think he's more, he sounds more like your type. You know what I mean? And he's super hot too. <laughs> there you go. And he thinks you're super hot because he saw your picture yeah. and was like, give him my number. And he he's norm right. he's normal in that he doesn't care if you're bi. What's with your whole bi thing? Like, I mean, you know, like I think you said in your email that you were like trying to hook up with a friend or was this what is it? What did you say so about your friend? Me, my, I, my friend um growing up we were we were just friends and then um when I went away to college and I came back home, we were just really close. We were, you know, still neighbors or whatever. And we used to go out all the time and then like hook up like, randomly. And so, um, what do you mean? She, Didn't I ask you if you fooled around with girls before that girl? And you said, no, you did. You no, said I yes. Did. I said, no, you said, was this the first time? And I said, no, Oh God, oh. no, it was not the first time. Oh, okay. No. I, mean, I don't know why I didn't yeah. catch that. Okay. Um, That's okay. Okay, so this girl, you and you would always go back and fool around. Not every time, but uh-huh. I mean, it happened pretty consistently. And like, would you and, do at like with that girl? Did you do everything with her? Um, pretty much. I mean, we've never used strap-ons or anything right. like that. <laughs> and now, like, okay, yeah, yeah. And this was your, your yeah. good friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know, it was just like nothing. You know, and she's also this like my sex friend like we can tell each other like we talk to each other about sex all the time like more than we do other people we could be like oh my god you know we we both 
are really horny people and uh-huh. we both um, embrace that, I guess. Yeah. So we talk about it and it's funny because like she's one of the only people I can talk to about this because I'm just like, because I never considered it before, it was just something that I always did. I always just messed around with women. Like I didn't think anything of it until it was thrown in my face as an accusation and then it made me take pause. Because then I was like, but oh, how I does do that? Would it, but how would the label even change you? Like you said, you've always hooked no. up with women, right? Like, yeah. But I think it would be more. It was more or less of acknowledging why for me. Like, oh, I didn't think about it because I do. It. You know, it was more of like, a, oh yeah, I just do it because I want to. You know. But now I'm like, oh no, it's like who I. That's just who I am. Like I, okay, I don't necessarily have to tell everybody or, uh, like you said, label myself necessarily. But I just always did it and I just never considered why <laughs> so it's, that was shocking for me right um, okay yeah I don't yeah. even I don't get that for some reason like you never understood you never thought why and yeah meaning like, like uh, would that mean that you're yeah. bi is that what is that right. what it is right okay yeah I just never thought about it mm-hmm. I'm like oh okay like but people would talk about being bi. I just never identified that way. Right, even like, though oh, you okay. were right, you just don't live in those that that box. Like you don't need yeah. to define it. It's you're just doing right. what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah, there's That's nothing wrong with that. But like, I think it's good that you told this guy. Like, do you feel like if you were married, like, do you see yourself like you, that you would wanna like be still with women? Yeah, <gasps> for sure. Okay, so then that's good yeah. that you told this guy. Right. You know, did you fool around yeah, with other girls when you're with that guy or only that one time? Uh, yeah, I think it was only that one time. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're starting off the right way with this guy. You're obviously yeah. bi, right? Obviously. I guess, yeah. You know, if you want <laughs> yeah. it, you have to put a label on yeah. it for sure. sure. You could fool around with women. You mm-hmm. Would you ever want to have a relationship with a woman, do you think? I don't think so. Um, from what I've been dealing with, trying to just find even just a chick to hook up with, I feel like women are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You said you were trying to hook up and it's very unsuccessfully. How come? It's terrible. Because. Well, what about this like, friend I, that used to always fool around with? Oh, no. So she and I definitely like we have a sex date on the books. Like we just haven't been able to schedule it. Right. Um, but. Because we live, for a while we were living kind of far apart, but now we live in states that are not, in the neighboring states, so uh-huh. we're just going to like pick, pick a weekend. But first we had to figure out when our periods were going to happen and this and that. <laughs> oh my God, hilarious, so can, right. <laughs> we can plan around it. Yeah. Um, and now we were supposed to get together this summer and just shit kept coming up. So we're definitely aiming for October. So maybe I'll call you back and let you know after our weekend. But let but, me ask uh, you this though. If you're with that guy and you're dating him, are you going to tell him? Oh, God. Yeah. Per your advice, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is that something you disclose? I don't know. I think it. W- I think you have to figure it out beforehand and whatever you make the decision. Like, if you decide that you're, you know, you're, you're going to do it behind his back, don't fucking tell him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, like I don't know. Lesson. I think that, like, if you're really looking for someone... Like for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep things like that a secret if I was really going into a serious relationship with somebody, you know, and especially because you're at the age that you are and you want to like have a serious relationship with somebody and you're looking to, you know, be with somebody long term, you know, that like, that would be cheating 
whether it's you know and but and if this guy is cool with it like me but it's 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 a hard it's it's a weird thing because you're like say you're starting a relationship we're talking about october right and we're already in september so three weeks right. from now say you have sex with this guy then you're gonna be like oh by the way i'm gonna be sleeping with my girlfriend the next you know it's like it's a it, the timing <laughs> thing is a little bit weird so i would say this is what my advice to be if i was your friend this is like a friend advice okay. i would say Make sure you don't get that serious with this guy until after that weekend. <laughs> until after that weekend, yeah. So it's not That's really cheating. Plan. Do you know what I mean? Because if you sort of take this, then it's like weird, and it's like a. But it's so early to get into all that. Like it's just you know right. what I mean. So right. it would, and you don't want to ruin it. So I would say the way you guys are going anyway, right now, you and that guy, the shy right. guy, like. It doesn't seem like you'll be like so heavily into it in October. You know, you're probably going to take your time. You're still working through your shit, you know. Um, Right. But you should get on that, making that a relationship serious, because I'm going to tell you about your eggs. Okay, they're as old as you are. That's what you need to know. know. Okay, And you want to start trying to have babies before you're 42. 38, 39, 40. Do you have money? Do you have enough money to go freeze some fucking eggs? If you're not, listen to me, uh, can you please listen? Yeah, you're a lawyer. Listen, there's not a lot. It's like 15,000. Listen, if you are not married and trying to have kids within a year and a half to two years, go free, like freeze your fucking eggs. Seriously, it'll be the best thing you ever did. It's an investment in my future. <laughs> no, it, Literally. No, it really isn't. Literally. And I'm sorry, if you go to marry a guy, he'll be really fucking happy than some guy that's like, you know, meeting you and you like have busted 42-year-old eggs. Then if you're like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm 40, but I have the 38-year-old eggs on ice. Like, I, I just think it also just is good for a relation I don't know I just I just it's something that if I could make one person do it I'll be happy because it made my life so much harder that I didn't do it you know I think you just need to be on it and you need to be married and trying to have kids ASAP I'm just saying if for some reason I think you will be and everything will be fine and you you know if for some reason you find yourself still single a year and a half from now how old will you be a year and a half from now uh 40 yeah almost 40 yeah yeah almost 40 i mean you need a year from now if you're not in a serious let's just freeze your eggs it's not a big deal yeah (laughs) yeah but if a year and a half from now freeze some freeze some eggs i mean you should do it now but uh, you Mm -hmm. know give there's there it's really no big deal it's a lot of like medication like but it's over in like three weeks and uh the fact that you'll have them will you'll be very happy it'll make your life a lot easier not to say that you can't get pregnant at 40 or 41 or you know what i mean you absolutely can it's Mm -hmm. like to me it starts to it gets way harder and more complicated like after 42 43 40 you know those ages but and you're still fine now but i'm just saying like if for some reason a year and a half two years you don't not even in not even engage you don't have a ring on like a ring on it like uh, freeze your fucking eggs you know and do that sooner than later but i think you know you'll because it's what you want and you're ready and you're at that like you know you should just get on it and make it happen and find that guy and don't waste your time with anyone that isn't gonna be the right thing and i would get I would start having conversations with this guy just to make sure that he's looking for the same things that you are. 
Yeah. A lot of guys are. So it's not going to scare off the right guy. You know, listen, you don't want to go on a first date and be like, you want to get married and have kids. You know what I mean? But like, or like. Well, that was what happened with the psycho boyfriend. So he asked me that. And I was like, yeah, I actually do want that. And what did he say? He asked, he asked me, he said he was looking for a wife. Right. He told me that on his first date. And I was like, oh, so um, this guy, I'm going to find out what he's looking for. And I guess it doesn't match with what i'm looking for yeah and you could then you could go meet your friend and uh, no strings attached (laughs) you don't have to even worry about it but i like this guy for you because of the little stuff that you said i mean i don't know much but like you know that's not you don't know what he's gonna say most of the time he's 35 you know he Mm -hmm. a lot of people that's around the age that if a guy's never been married and kids is thinking about it too you know so it's not like Mm -hmm. you're not asking a 24 year old if he wants to like that's way too young i mean you guys are like at the right age and a little older than regular, right? I mean, for me, that's more yeah. the right age. You guys are more the right age. I think, you know, in your 20s is way too early, but not it's oh, not God. too early yeah. for everybody. Some people are very ready. But like, you know, you guys are at the perfect age, but you want to like you don't want to waste you don't want to waste your time because you're getting no. older. You know, it's more about the yeah. eggs and the baby thing. So I'll be a geriatric pregnant woman. That's my sister informed me of that when I turned 35. But listen, <laughs> like, thanks. No, well, they call it high risk if like you're in your 40s. and you have a kid. But it happens all the time and it can. But don't get like, but don't think that after like 40, like, you, you know, at 45, it's like so easy for it to happen. You know what I mean? And like, right. And I listen, I'm not an age person. I had a baby way later, but age did. I live my life that any I never read the fucking handbook. I did things when I wanted to and they're not by anyone's rules. They're so wrong. Everything I did, Mm -hmm. but it was right for me. But I have to say that age did create a problem with having my child. Mm -hmm. I eventually had my child and I'm a way older mom because it took me a very long time. Do I care that I'm an older mom? No. The pros for it for me is amazing. I wouldn't change anything. But, you know, I wish I would have froze my eggs. It would have been a much quicker, less brutal scenario of what I had to go through. Um, And so, you know, that's that's the only reason. It doesn't matter. But you're at the perfect age and you don't want to waste your time two years with a guy that's not looking for the same thing. So make sure this guy is. And then get on making him and, you know, getting your relationship like moving along you know, ASAP after uh, middle of October, after you see your girlfriend and then in, you know, and keep talking about that bisexual thing with him so that you can be with girls like with him or whatever. Would you ever want to like, do you see yourself as being the type that if you had a guy that you would do it with him or would it be separate? I don't know. Um, I've only had one threesome before. It was actually with her. Right. Another guy. Uh Um, And I thought it was super fun, but I don't know. I don't know if I would want to share. Yeah, you'll have to. But that, that you'll figure out when you're with a guy. You know what I mean? And you'll have those right. conversations. It's good, though, that you're going into relationships now with guys and like letting them know that you have that. Because when they know that and things get more serious, those kinds of questions and those kinds of conversations will come up and you'll figure it out as a couple together. You know, who knows how you'll feel yeah. about that. But as long as it's on the table. You could talk about it. You know what I mean? And it's good that you're being right. honest about that. You know, and don't, just don't do any more like behind the back kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. And I think that's one of the reasons why I told him because I'm just tired of doing that and just having to, you know, 
keep it a secret or whatever. I just don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's not so. good. That's not good. It's no. Like, you know, there's no not. reason, especially not because you're looking for long-term, the real deal stuff. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it's like a lot of your stuff, it just sounded a little messy and crazy. You know, the breaking up and <laughs> fucking my friend's brother. You know, you're just like a mess. I got it. <laughs> It was a mess. It was horrible. And it, it's like there's something about being messy like that in your 20s. It's like hot and it's okay. But like when you start to get closer to 40s, like there's nothing. There's it's yeah. like it's it's actually like more sad. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. yeah, it was awful. I mean, I was like, that was such a poor decision. Why did you do that? Why? Like, oh, uh, you were just feeling lonely and. I used to always when I would break up with guys or they would break up with me or I had a break like I'd always go fuck somebody else and it would be like you know and I remember one time I came I I went to San Francisco I had a long term guy in San Francisco and I went out there to fuck him and then I came back and I think he wasn't like I don't know and I went to see my old co-host Tommy in his bar and I fucked him in the back and he was like a somebody I fucked all the time but I called my sister on the phone and I remember exactly where I was because this was like a light bulb moment I said to her I'm like I don't like, I really like the San Francisco guy, but I like, I just fucked Tommy in his bar. And it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, and I don't even know why I just fucked him. And she's like, I know why you fucked him. Cause the San Francisco guy hasn't called you back and you're freaking out. And so you had to go. F- and I was like, oh, you're right. Like, that's something I would have done. A, yeah. yeah. That's what I do. All, and then I realized I do that all the time. When I have an uncomfortable yeah. feeling and I feel insecure, that insecurity, I can't sit with it so much that I yeah. go and fuck somebody because that like gets me out of it, you know? And like, yeah. I don't have to do that anymore because I got sober and I got clean and I was like able to learn how to just like deal with my feelings yeah. without doing anything. So now I can feel insecure and I don't have to run out and go fuck somebody, but I know that mentality. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's I about not, too. Yeah, yeah, it's about not <laughs> feeling okay with being mm-hmm. like uncomfortable and feeling insecure or sitting in that I don't know scenario. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you go yeah. and do that. So yeah, you can't do all that kind of stuff because that kind of stuff sabotages everything and you're going into like the phase of your life where you're going to be like an adult. You know, you want adult things, so act like one. And don't go yeah. into this lying, cheating. You're already doing it to. right. So have fun and keep yeah. me posted. With this one, I want to know if I you will. wind up with this guy. You know, Oh, I'm totally calling you back. Like, all right, good. All right, cool. Well, I always do it in December at end of the year. Where are they now? But oh, if, that's right. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> if anything happens before then, that's interesting. Let me know. If not, we're definitely doing it one in December, okay? Okay, well, I will also call... Uh, if, We'll say maybe you'll talk. I'll talk to you after the sex fest if it happens. You can get it on the books. And um, yeah, for not, sure. People love that stuff. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks so much for calling in, Daisy. Oh my God, Kathy, this was so, so fun. All right, awesome. <laughs> I can't wait for you to listen to it back. I will. I'll be All in right. Touch. All right, cool. <laughs> Have talk a good to you weekend. soon. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.